Everyone say free. free. If you look at the cost of Christmas trees, they're somewhere, the most expensive ones in the world are between 11 and 15 million. The one, the most expensive, is in Marabella, the south of Spain. CNN Business would tell us that this time of year, businesses spend billions of dollars on marketing. American consumers this year, some studies will say that, that you're going to spend around $800 billion, but one recent study said that we're tracking to break $1 trillion that we will spend on Christmas this year. Fox Business said that the most extravagant gifts this year is an adventure with Little People Big Dreams London. It's $35,000. A personalized dinnerware in Portugal trip, $80,000. Fox Business said that one of the most extravagant gifts that they were aware of in a study they'd done was Winter Magic with Lindsey Vaughn. It's $235,000. You get to ski with her, take five friends. There is a luxury experience where you go on a shopping experience with experts from Neiman Marcus and Fashion File. According to Neiman Marcus, that's $345,000. If you want to take 20 of your friends to the historic Apollo Theater in Harlem over Christmas, you could have an entire day and evening there, $395,000. The record right now for jewelry being spent, according to Fox Business this year, is a heart diamond. It has 30.86 carat diamonds, and it sold for $6.1 million. They also tell us in these studies that there is pressure to keep up. How many knows that sometimes you can have a lot of pressure to keep up with everything? The pressure to keep up, this study said that the buy now, pay later, that spending, buy now, pay later, that spending is up 422%. I wanted to suggest to you in our time together today that we don't ever want to lose sight of free gifts. And free gifts towards one another, a few of them could be our time, that if you were to say, Pastor Micah, I'm not sure what I could give my mom, I'm not sure what I could give my dad, I'm not sure what I could give my husband or wife, I'm not... I would suggest to you that maybe time is an option, that it's not all about these costly gifts, but maybe you could give them a free gift called time. Time. Dr. Brad who was here in the service today, said something to me a couple of months ago that I thought was so good. I've shared it with multiple people, Dr. Brad. You were telling me about being presently conscious. That a lot of times you can be in a room, but you're not really there. Your mind is elsewhere. You're thinking about something else. Even though you're there, you're not present conscious. Maybe your gift over Christmas this year to your family could be that you would have some opportunities where you are 100% present conscious. 
not zoned out, not on phones, not hearing every second sentence, but all of us could say, I want to give the gift to my family this year of being present conscious. Maybe a big gift, if we had time today, that we could give to someone for free would be forgiveness. That someone that you've never really told Someone that you've never articulated it and made it clear. That you would send a text, that you would tell them to their face, you would pick up a phone and make a call, you would forgive someone this Christmas. I know it's not $6.1 million, and I know it's not a theater in Harlem, but I don't ever want you and I to forget about the power of free gifts. The greatest free gift ever given, I believe we find in John 3, 16. For God so loved the world that he he gave his one and only son that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. As we talk today about free gifts, it's the greatest gift the greatest opportunity it's the greatest offer it's not buy three get three free it's not all of the things that you've seen on the screen or the things that I told you CNN and Fox business reported about this is the greatest this tops the list this is the gift of God they say if our greatest need had been information God would have sent us an educator our greatest need had been technology would have sent us a technological inventor if our greatest need had been money would have sent us an investor if our greatest need had been pleasure he would have sent us an entertainer but our greatest need was salvation and forgiveness so he sent us a savior God knew where sin was taking humanity and in the middle of the mess God made a move sin is very damaging it's very destructive John would tell us the dangers of that the Gospels Jesus the writer in James would say that sin actually ends up at death I've heard it put this way that sin will take you farther than you want to go keep you longer than you want to stay and cost you more than you want to pay sin affects all ages According to Romans, it affects all of humanity. Romans 3 says all have sinned. All. And they are not good enough. They're not good enough to share God's divine greatness. As we close today, let me ask you this question. Have you ever felt not good enough? When you read this writer... Here in Romans, he said, all have sinned and they're not good enough. Have you ever been told that you're not good enough? Have you ever told yourself you're not good enough? If I was to talk to some people on site and online today, you could probably tell me reasons why you're really not sure that God could use you 
that God wants you, that God would love you. Some of your reasons maybe a year or two ago, some of you could go back 5, 10, 20 years and talk like it just happened. But in your mind, you have voices that tell you the reasons why you're not good enough. Because it doesn't just take someone telling you you're not good enough. You tell yourself. For some of you, it's your relapses. For others, it's your reputation. You're identified, you're known. Well, that's the guy three years ago. Well, she's the one back in 1997. You would love to sit in the shadows of life because you know there's probably not enough references that could ever qualify you to be good enough. I would submit to you today that the enemy would love you to think you're not good enough. The writer here said that God showed up even though we weren't good enough. Verse 24, the very next verse said they are made right with God by his grace. This is a free, it's our subject today, it's our sermon, it's what we're talking about. This is a free gift. They're made right with God by being made free from sin through Jesus Christ. The King James Version says being justified freely. Freely. Romans 5.8 says, but God showed how much he loved us by having Christ die for us, even though, even though, I want you to notice that, even though, even though what? Even though we were sinful. In other words, God said, I know what's going to show up on your background check. I know how bad humanity, I know how bad your credit score is. Matter of fact, I know the thoughts and intentions of your heart. I know your flaws and your failures, and I'm still sending my son. There's no pre-qualifying. There's no stipulations. We, you and I, we couldn't get to him, so he came to us. When he came to us, he came as Christ. He came according to Matthew 1 as Emmanuel. According to John 4, he came as the Messiah. Luke 2 as the Savior. Romans 11, he came as a deliverer. John 1, he came as the Lamb of God. John 8, the light of the world. John 14, the way, the truth, and the life. John 1, he came as the Word. The Bible says he came as the anointed one to break and destroy yokes on our lives. Revelation 1, he came as the Almighty. Revelation 22, he came as Alpha and Omega. John 6, he came as the bread of life. John 10, he came as the good shepherd. Hebrews 7, he came as our high 
priest. First Timothy 2, he came as our mediator. Hebrews 12, he came as the author and finisher of our faith. John 11, he came as the resurrection and the life. Revelation 17, he came as the Lord of lords and the King of kings. Isaiah 9. Isaiah 9 said unto us, a child is born, a son given, the government will be on his shoulders, and he will be called Wonderful, Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. There's more titles and more names, but Colossians 2 summed it up by telling us, in Jesus dwelt the fullness of the Godhead bodily. All of those names showed up in a baby in a manger before we ever made a move, before we ever qualified, before we ever got our act together. God said, I'm sending Jesus Christ to make a move are you thankful today are you thankful for Jesus and so as we get ready to pray today there's one gift that's greater than all the others not taking away from the people who get to ski with Lindsey Bond not taking away from the people that get to hang out in London with a successful cast taken away from taking your 20 friends to to a theater all the people that say well if i can just and we we think that sometimes if i could just buy the ring with enough carrots if i could just buy my kid that playstation if i could just taken away from any of your gifts i hope you have a great time with the gifts i've given you today i hope you have an awesome christmas with your family and friends but there is one gift that's all the way at the top of the list. And it's greater than all the other gifts. This gift is worthy of my worship. This gift. This gift is not about what you think. If I raise my hands while we're singing Jaira, you are enough. This gift that I'm talking about today, it really supersedes everyone else's opinions and thoughts because when you understand the gift that God gave you you can't help but say I love you you can't help but at times have a tear stream down your cheeks you can't help but acknowledge how grateful you are for his presence not present presence And to think that the gift at the top of the list was free. Free. The reality is, I know, I know, and many of you know, not, not just that God made the move and came to us. But you also, when you think about your own story, Kyle, you could start thinking about how far God came for you. Bridget, you could start thinking about how far God came for you. And Joe, I love you. We've had some great conversations. You could start thinking about how far God came for you. 
And when you start thinking about that, when you start thinking about how far God came for you, then all of a sudden in those moments of singing, you know, I've been the last two days just singing the song, oh, the overwhelming, never-ending, reckless love of God. Oh, it chases me down and it fights till I'm found and leaves the 99. I don't deserve it. Neither do you. I don't deserve it. The credit score, the background checks, all. I don't deserve it. There's something special about the love of God that will go to the heights or the depths to let you know you are worth it. And I'm not charging anything. It's a free gift. Titus 2.11 said this. Everyone say free gift. Titus 2.11 says, For the free gift of eternal salvation is now being offered to everyone. What a beautiful verse. Because that means you and I qualified. Many of us this Christmas, I pray that we are reminded of the greatest free gift ever. And his name is Jesus. If you're here today or if you're online and you've never taken up the offer of this free gift, we could talk about all the restaurants, buy 100, get 25. We could talk about Bath and Body Works, buy three, get free, get three free. We could talk about all those things. I want to remind you today, there is no gift like giving your broken, sinful, messed up life to Jesus and him giving you the free, free gift of salvation. As you close your eyes today and give me the opportunity to pray with you. With eyes closed and no one looking around, if you're able to close your eyes even online and pray with me. Maybe today, just with eyes closed, you are reminded, you are reminded of how thankful you are for the free gift. You've you given your life to Christ, but today as I'm talking, you're like, I'm so grateful he gave me that free gift. I'm so glad that I didn't have to get good to get God. I'm so glad that he saved me. If that's how you feel today, I want you just to raise a hand. If you're saved and you're thankful, I just want you to raise a hand all over the room. I want you to think about the day that he saved you, the morning that he saved you, the night that he saved you. I want you to think about all the broken pieces you gave him. What a lopsided deal. I want you to think about how he loved you and saved you and started putting those pieces back together. Just with your hand raised, I want you to tell him thank you. Thank you for the free gift. Thank you that I didn't have to qualify. Thank you that you didn't ask me for five references. Thank you that I didn't have to meet 
all of the stipulations. Thank you that, thank you that you loved me and saved me. I feel a spirit of gratitude in this place today. Thank you for sending a savior. It's what I needed. If there's others in the room today that you've never really made the decision to say, you know what, Micah? I recognize and realize I'm a sinner. The Bible says we're born in sin. And I need this love you're talking about. I need this saving Jesus, this, this salvation you're talking about. I need it in my life. I want to be saved. Hundreds of hands went up of people who said, I'm thankfully saved me. Maybe today there's someone who would say, I, I want to raise my hand to ask him to save me today. December the 19th, 2021, the morning that I gave my life to Jesus. If that's you today, if you're not saved, if you're not sure that you're saved, you would just say, Pastor Micah, would you pray for me? I want to give my life to Jesus today. I want to be forgiven of my sins. Would you raise your hand and give me the honor to pray with you today? Thank you. Just raise your hand up. Thank you. Would you pray for me today, Pastor Micah? Thank you. God, I pray right now for everyone on site and online that's saying, I, I want that free gift today. I want the love of God in my life. God, I am so grateful that you came to give us life right now and to give us everlasting eternal life. I pray today that every one of us are reminded of how amazing this free gift is. For those people in the room and online that would say, I recognize and realize I'm a sinner today. I can't fix it. I can't figure it out. I've made a mess of my life. I pray that in this moment right now, they would realize the beauty of turning this decision, this choice towards Jesus and saying today, I choose Jesus. I admit, I confess, I say today, right now, I want you to be the savior of my life. I want you to be the Lord, the leader of my life. Would you forgive me of all of my sins? And would you give me a brand new beginning, a fresh start today? And I pray these prayers in Jesus' name. Amen. Are you thankful for Jesus today? Will you celebrate these decisions? Can we stand all over the room? Would you let him know? Come on, one more time. Let him know how thankful you are for the free gift of God. The free gift of God. If you're physically able today, I would love as we are singing and closing about the love of God, if you're able to raise your hands up even right now and just sing with us and celebrate it today. Thank you, Jesus. Think about it before I took a breath.
before I had it together. You have been so, so kind. The never ending. I feel the love of God today. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus.